hey, 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 hey. Stop what you're doing. Listen, this is Grace Scott. I'm a police officer, and I'm also a TikTok creator. You might have seen me a time or two. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. But listen, when I'm not doing one of those two things, or, you know, detailing a car, you know what I am doing? I'm listening to Detail Solutions Podcast with my boy Alex Russell. That's what you should be doing, too. Uh, you know, I come here and I, I'm on, you know, a nice little day vacation. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's go check to see if like the stores are bought out of all the shit that's bought out around me. I hit the fucking jackpot. <laughs> now I look like the asshole buying out the fucking store because I did. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Yeah. Trapp. <laughs> How you doing? Um, good 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 <clears throat> all right so let everybody know who you are where you're from and what do you do uh hi my name is steven trap uh, i own blue star auto salon located in uh, uh shoreline washington which is a little north of seattle um yeah thanks for having me on thanks for being here i appreciate that um okay so the question everybody wants to know a little bit about it, ground, the how, the where, the when did you get into detailing? So I got into detailing when I was younger, probably around 14, 15, uh, when I pulled my uh, first car out of a uh, Blackberry Bush barn find. And me and my dad went through and kind of restored it right. for my first car. Um, pretty sweet little 67 Porsche 912. Nice. It was a uh, it was a project. Had more yeah. wax on it than a uh, than a candle. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, it was a uh, fun project. I still own it to this day. It's in pieces, and I need to restore it again. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool that you still have it. I mean, yeah, it's a, so on my way to graduation, um, I got rear-ended by a lady, okay. and it pushed the whole back through um like the whole back motor because the motor's in the rear push it all through like the back area of the car just right, totally right. fucked it right she was yelling at a bunch of kids in this crosswalk and i was just like waiting to turn left and some little asshole like you know 17 year old and just got just slammed so anyway so then after that uh my uh my dad sold it to a guy he worked with and uh-huh. he did he did all he did all the fixing of it to get it off you know, back on the road, straighten the body, all that kind of stuff. Got it, got it back to where it was just money. And then he uh, discovered some, you know, marital issues and ended up having to sell his project. So we were able to buy it back for less money than when we sold it. <laughs> and it was and fixed. fixed. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I mean, was, how, so, how could you go wrong? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks... Right now it has some, you know, you know, obviously needs to like repainted. Right. Uh, some you know, interior needs some work on it, but I was thinking about doing an electric motor swap on it. Okay. Just because I think that would be pretty cool to have like a uh, rear wheel drive electric motor Porsche that can just like zoom around the city. Yeah. So it's kind of a thought process I've had that are putting a high revving like K series Honda motor in it. And make it just scream like a clapped out Honda, just which I 
Just Ella swap it. Oh, uh, there's there's not enough room for the motor because it's got to be like <laughs> super contained to the back seat. <clears throat> gotcha. So yeah, it's that's... like the whole. It's got to be like this tiny little motor. Right now right. it has a Volkswagen bus motor in it. <laughs> yeah, like all a forty-seven one, horsepower. One point two liter, something or other. It's a one six. One six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Just um, blown up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you have you have your location in Seattle. You just kind of announced to everybody that you're opening a second location. Which congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, um, how's that going to be with the the back and forth? Um, you know, were you going to manage both locations, or you're going to have somebody that runs it for you? So I kind of train all my employees to be able to do everything. Right. Right. So I don't really have a manager. Um, like basically, my guys know how to check clients in, take appointments, check clients out. They know shop flow, all that kind of stuff, because, you know, it's instead of having like a top down system, it's like kind of everybody just kind of pitches in right. to make sure that the jobs get done well. And the, and the shops are only like 15 minutes apart from each other. Right. So they're, uh, the new spot was going to act more as like a training hub, like longer okay. projects. Right. Uh, I'll have like a small podcasting studio in it. Um, it's it's going to be more of a, uh, like we have our like dirty utilitarian side, which will be like the one location which we do now you know we do like we're up like 700 cars this year out of like a two-car garage pretty much oh wow so we want to take some of like our longer like projects that might take three or four days end up clogging up a bay and moving them off site got to a better to a better spot and then you know just keep growing these like small individual shops right because like a lot of people have you know they want to have like really big shops right you know 12 car garages lots of moving parts right i don't want any of that like i had a big shop and it was it was a nightmare right um granted it was like it was my first shop was gigantic and i bit off way more than i could chew but it was always a lot of wasted space right right it was really hard to keep clean and all those other kind of things so i was like well if i can just basically isolate small spots and good demographics then you can basically put together a bunch of small shops in a bunch of very affluent areas around the state right very easy to to manage with low overhead costs yeah exactly and that's how i kind of feel about my shop i mean my shop's small it's one car garage essentially 500 square feet and there's times where i'm like you know i'd like to have something a little bit bigger just for more room but then it's kind of like but why i can only work on one car at a time why do i need something that's 1200 1500 square feet to put two more cars in that I can't really work on anywhere. They're just sitting there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and my rent is less than $400 a month right now. Why do I want to, you know, get rid of that for for something that's three times as much, you know, kind of deal. So that would be lovely. I just (laughs) spent that on Pokemon cards today. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Sign Um, me up for that. Yeah, I know, right? So, so obviously we just missed SEMA. Um, everybody kind of missed it. Um, was there a product that was going to be launched or something that's going to come out this year that you're kind of looking forward to trying? No, no. <laughs> just, I just, I don't like, 
I I get the products throughout the year anyway. A lot of like demo products, right? And things that I'm like excited for new launches on, like like yeah, there's like I'm more excited for cool tools than products, right? Because there's like nine thousand products that are basically the same, yeah. Um, and everything that we you know, so I'm I'm more into like the tool side of it. Um, what can help with efficiencies and stuff like that to make my shop more profitable. Um, you know, a lot of the product companies, like, you know, like they have great stuff, but it's like, right. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the stuff, like I, I'll just, I just never use, I have, right, right. I have like, I've done to like a certain formula. It's where it's like, I have my ceramics, I have my interior cleaning stuff. I have my exterior cleaning stuff. That's about it because I don't want a lot of use this product on this thing or use that product on that thing right it muddies the waters when i'm trying to train my new employees exactly. and it's just it's overwhelming right so if you if i simplified everything so right. it's like that kind of stuff it makes it a little bit easier but i there is a couple things that I, I had my eye on that i wasn't sure if it was real or not um but like a lot of the stuff's kind of been debunked over the last like six months I was real curious about graphene starting be beginning of last year. Yeah. But as we got more information about it, I was like, like, I don't want to put sprinkles in my ceramic coating. Let me just put the ceramic on. I'm a right. vanilla ice cream kind of guy. So exactly. Are you are you uh <laughs> getting a lot of calls for graphene? I mean, are you getting people asking about it yet? Yeah, I mean I have. It's one of those things where but then once you explain to them, it's just like yeah. it's I mean, I have, I just got some another graphene coating from a company like two days ago. So at the, so it's like, I just like the companies will send me stuff to try. I'm just like, right. I'm not impressed. And plus like yeah. every, like I, the end game is to get your own name, name on a product so you can sell it. And that's what everybody else does. So right. Like, so I get it, but it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not like the science behind the graphene stuff i'm just not completely sold on yet so i don't yeah. want to sell it to my clients until i know that that there's you know a little bit more stuff behind it that's you know a little bit more proven other than just like online hype right because right exactly we we see how that goes very quickly oh yeah <laughs> yeah exactly well you mentioned you mentioned tools so what's what's a tool or what are some tools that you're looking forward to well, I was looking to talk to the uh, to Roofs again because uh -huh. last year they had their uh, like their like whole sanding unit thing that was like yeah. a giant vacuum. Right. Um, I was gonna <clears throat> I wanted to look more into that, and then also the Tornador stuff. Like, I'm looking for new components for that, and then I'm also trying to find a new steam cleaner. So we don't do a whole lot of like pressure washing in my shop because our state's kind of weird with water and right, runoff right. and everything. Yeah. So you guys so, steam everything. So we do a lot of steam cleaning and the current steamer I have is one of like the Optima Steam Americas, okay. but it's, it runs a diesel burner and I want something that runs electric. Oh, but okay. everything I can find right now is either doesn't hold enough steam pressure for too long or it's got to run like a 220 volt and I don't want to run a line for a steam cleaner that's 220. Right. Yeah, so that's kind of, those are the kind of little things I was looking at and like different brush attachments and stuff like that. And, Anything that like air tools, you know, right? All that kind of stuff. Maybe accessories I could sell in my shop, little bolt-on stuff, stuff like that is more re more why I would go to SEMA. Like right. last year, last year I went there just to meet everybody because I'd never been. Yeah. And like, and then this year I was planning on more on looking into what can make my shop more efficient. I gotcha. Yeah, because last year was where we met. Yes. Yeah. 
You had a you had the championship belt. I did have the championship belt. It made me quite popular at SEMA. I've told that story a number of times and probably will keep telling it. So <laughs> it's a good one. It was. It was fun. You know, like at at first I was kind of like, oh man, what am I doing carrying this thing around? But uh it had a life of its own, man. Like, you know, even people who weren't detailers when I was carrying it around, people were like walking by, stopping me and asking me why I had a championship belt. <laughs> I want a paint correction of the year. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, so these next couple of questions I've started asking kind of everybody because I think they're, they're pretty decent. Um, so you may have heard them. Um, so the first one is if you could go back, um, where, if you could go back and give yourself advice when you first started your business, what would it be? Uh, I would say start small, save a lot of money. Yeah. That would, that was kind of, I, my, when I first jumped into it, the, I had a big shop, big overhead costs, no client list. I was like, if I, I was like a field of dreams, a detail shop, right? right. <laughs> you know, and it, it went great, but it was very hard at first. And since I've learned about almost like the small shop hustle, it's almost, I'd rather work small shops that have very high profit margins yeah. than work big shops that have the same profit margins, but just more cost associated right. with it. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm, by moving from my big shop to my little shop and doing the same amount of work, I, I, I gained a net $15,000 a month. Oh, yeah, easily. So, it's like I basically gave myself a raise by just moving my shop one block down the road. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's, you know, going back to, you know, like the big shop, little shop, I think that's, you know, the mentality in the business. Like you said, you started out, you, you started out with a big shop field of dreams type you know and that's that's kind of what everybody thinks so like okay i'm gonna get a shop i'm going huge it's gonna be you know i'm gonna be on top of the world kind of thing and it, it really doesn't start that way um i feel fortunate that i started small and stayed small but that's only because i could not even afford the big place when i was starting out otherwise i probably would have made that mistake as well um just because yeah, you basically i basically took what i looked up the five like big shops in my area and <clears throat> my uh my detailing area is pretty competitive i'd yeah. say like if you research some of the people in my area you'll see some pretty pretty big names in the industry right um and it's like so i looked at them and i was like what are they doing and how can i replicate that but i also didn't factor in the fact that they've been doing it for 20 years Right. <laughs> so right. like, I'm like that had a lot to do with it. So like, you almost need to start small and grow. Yeah. So you can basically continue that reputation. You can charge what you want. So like, we're giving things away just to prove ourselves, trying to float this big expense and all this yeah. stuff. And it just wasn't. It wasn't the move. Like, right. and when I look back on it, it was a great learning opportunity. I learned what not to do, and then I moved into a, a smaller shop. It's like two basically a two-car garage yeah and we've i've since doubled my sales no that's right awesome. so we're like i said we've done you know we we do about a thousand cars a year 
Right. Um, and we've always done about a thousand cars a year, but now it's like our thousand cars a year has gone up from being like a hundred dollar service or two hundred dollar service to now we're at, now we're averaging between like, you know, the four to six hundred dollar range per service. Right. And oh, then awesome. we sprinkle in our high-end ceramic stuff as well. It's just like it's been it's been very uh been very rewarding and just it's given us more opportunity right. to grow just by having a smaller shop and working on creating high profit margins to reinvest and then trying to just like basically pay a landlord to play golf in Arizona. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now how many how many employees do you have? I have two. Oh, okay. So it's still small, small crew. Kind of deal. Yeah. And, and that's, that's at least uh, enough for you to take a day trip to go buy Pokemon cards and leave them to work. Or yeah. So we work day? Monday through Friday. Um, oh, okay. that's cool. So like I'd say we, I do that because it's easier to schedule. Yeah. Um, I guarantees my guys 40 hours a week. And then I also pay them fairly well. And then it also, like I said, like, I don't, I don't need to be at the shop every day. Um, because if I'm in the shop working every day, I'm not getting more work to do. Right. So by training my guys to be able to run the shop effectively without me in it. Right. As allowing me to step sales. away so I can actually work on growing the things that we might not necessarily need. You know, I've been focusing more on the higher end stuff. Right. Getting the new shop set up and all those kind of things that, you know, is a full-time job in and itself you know, social media marketing, messaging people, all these things that just like, you know, one conversation online can take 45 minutes. Right. And then right, they're just right. like, I'm going to go check somewhere else. And you're like, well, there's a waste of my 45 minutes. <laughs> Trust I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I heard the price at the end of that. I'm going to leave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've, I've been there. Excuse um, me, I'm on my way out. So who are some detailers that you look up to or, or people that have mentored you along the way? Oof, that's a that's a loaded question. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I think when I first started, um, and really started getting into the community, like uh, Rob Craven was huge for me. I talked to him a lot. Um, a lot of people, Ceramic Pro, start start out with Ceramic Pro Network, Adam Cote, um, then started branching out a little bit. Then you know Bruno, a lot of the paint assassin guys, Noxy um brandon my buddy brian I thought, I thought there's we're... so there's so there's so many of them yeah. right and and then it was like working with the detailed review guys for a while um then you know just moving away and kind of just kind of focusing a lot more and like now it's like john clevin with metropolitan and like you know barry thiel with sb3 uh those people are just like okay well now look at like some detailers now i'm looking at actual owners right right so right. i got the detailing down now i'm looking at like how do i create an actual business side of it right, right. because right. where do you mind where you get i want to be able job. to afford afford the shop or the, afford the stuff that i work on right right so i don't want to be a high-paid employee i want to be like the one paying high-paid employees right so i look at like you know my buddy john who's um you know he owns the u.s distribution for uh, aztec films right one of the biggest shops in washington state like yeah. huge like yeah fucking god awful like thank god i don't have to deal with that <laughs> <laughs> but i look at what they do and you know and then i look at like barry and like the knowledge behind like the all the detailing years that he has and then like adam's business sense with ceramic pro and like 
all these other things that I'm just like, okay, so I'm starting to like piece it together and actually get it. Because like, I, I, I look at the other detailers as like, they're great detailers, right? But, and I've, I'm at a position where there's a lot of better detailers than me, right? And I understand that. I'm not trying to be yeah. the best detailer. Right. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to have a sustainable business model. So it's like, not only I can thrive, but my daughter thrives in her future. Right. She's not struggling. And I have like something to pass on and I'm also helping my community as well. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so <clears throat> this is kind of the, uh, the dinner question, right? So who's someone that you would love to sit down with for an hour and just pick their brain? And it can be dead or alive. We've kind of gone dead or alive the last week with Josh. So mm. someone I would like to sit down and pick their brain yeah. or just have a conversation with or whatever, you know, kind of deal. Um, okay. So it's two part answer. Um, okay. First one, I want to talk to the guy who created the pineapple pizza <laughs> and ask him why. <laughs> I just want to know why he decided to do this to us. I got you. And then the second one, I probably, I don't know, like, who would I want to talk to? Like, um, I'd like to sit down and have beers with Joe Rogan. That's a good choice. Like, I got, like, probably him. I'd also like to maybe smoke weed with Elon Musk. I don't smoke weed, neither does he, but I feel like we could crash that stock together. Right. Like, sometimes I... Uh, I like yeah, it's weird. I don't really think about that kind of stuff. Like, right, right. It's one of those things where it's no, but see, that's that's what's good about that question is because it makes you think of like, okay, if yeah, I have like, a chance to to talk with somebody that I don't have a chance to, who would it be? Kind of deal. That's that's what yeah, I like about that question. Right. So yeah, like like definitely like I want to figure out like why that guy would destroy destroy half the pizza eaters of America. <laughs> like that's a huge one for me. Um, as you can see, like, no pineapple. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'd be it. I'd like to talk to you know, probably Barry Maguire, Rennie Doyle, um, those people. I'd also, yeah. there's a lot of people I'd like to talk to, but I thought, right, like, I feel like I probably could. I, I maybe not the celebrity part of it, but I feel like if I message some figureheads in the detailing industry, they would probably respond. Yeah. Or at least talk to their secretary and that's kind of good enough. Right, right. right exactly. <laughs> Some of those guys we'll are probably... We'll put you through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was answering machine. Right. Some of those guys are probably a little bit hard to get a hold of because they probably get so many messages a day they can't even keep up with all of them. So, oh, yeah. I get, like, I get like four messages a day and have a meltdown. I, know. I can't imagine actually having like a reputation. I know. I get I get giddy as a schoolgirl when Aaron Knox actually replies back to something. So you see, Aaron, that guy, fucking meme. Love that dude. Another great person, Aaron. Let's not get hype, Listen, let's not let's hype go. him up too. Let's not hype him up too much. Okay, we can't give him too much credit on this show. He hasn't, been on, he, hasn't, he hasn't been on it yet. He's kind of holding out, so we're not yeah. going to talk about him too much. Well, he's a celebrity, right? Yeah. Like, he's got a meme. Yeah, I made, I made that meme. 
You're welcome. I'm See, the one you that did it. Made that. <laughs> you did it. I did. Because that was a that was a picture he sent in our chat group. So I said I'm making so you this did up, it, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You did it. <laughs> I made him even I made him even more popular. <laughs> what did I do? Um what are some of your goals for 2021? I mean, obviously you've got the second shop coming. Um, but what are you looking Ooh. for? Granted, we have a uh, So 2021, I'm hoping that goes a little smoother than 2020. Um, I think we all really are. any smoother <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Just, uh, maybe going to my favorite bar and being able to have a beer if it's still open by then. Right. <laughs> um, may major goals i'm probably i'm looking to buy a house that's going to be on the list things to do um buy a house and then i don't know i think that's that's the big goal yeah um i'd like to do a million in sales i'd like to do a million um i don't think we'll get close to it but i feel like if i can do the number i did now with one shop if i double it we'll be close that's good we'll be close that's not bad that's good that's good to do oh i was like you could have told me 10 years ago like hey you could make a million dollars washing cars i'd be like get the fuck out of here yeah right (laughs) 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 who the fuck do you think you are disrespecting people who make millions of dollars like that (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) Um, so I'm going to jump off detailing here for, for a minute and, uh, talk about your hauls. So what, what sparked the, the Pokemon craze? Is that something you've been in since the beginning? Or is that just one day you woke up and was like, hmm, bust Pokemon cards? Uh, so I played it as a kid and I've played all the video games up until like the most recent one on like the Switch, Nintendo, Game Boy, DS, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I used to collect cards as a kid. Okay. I really didn't do anything with it for the last, since the first set, I've never really bought anything. And then what was it? I was doing sober October and about halfway through, I was watching TikTok videos and I was like, Oh, these people are opening Pokemon cards. So I was like, I guess I'll fucking go <laughs> open some Pokemon cards. <laughs> fucking worst decision I've made in 2020. There's a bad ones. Right. Uh, so yeah, I turned my sober October into just a full blown kitty fucking scratch off ticket. <laughs> just, 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 just real life loot boxes. Right. right. <laughs> just, as, as you're buying, as you're buying out every Pokemon in the country and pissing off kids everywhere. Uh, I'm definitely, I try to leave some on the shelves because I don't want, I don't buy them all to resell them because there's, those people are scummy. Right. I'm trying, I'm trying to pull a shiny Charizard. It's right. like, I want one specific card and I've pulled a lot of other cards, but right. I haven't got this one yet. I feel like once I get that one, I can retire. Yeah. That's kind of the, the $50,000 card or the $100,000 card or whatever it was. No, it's a, uh. Right now, it's about if I pull it, it's worth about five hundred. The oh, okay. fifty thousand dollar cards are like the old, the old oh, cards old. from back in the day. Gotcha. Which I wish I still had mine because then I could fuck detailing. I'm just gonna retire off my Pokemon collection from when I was nine. Right. But no, my mom threw them away. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, and you probably you probably had about 10, 10 of those fifty thousand dollar cards and you didn't know oh, that kind of deal. I was I was a big collector back in the day when I right. was little. So me and my friends figured out that every third pack in like the old booster boxes came with a uh like came with like a higher chance for a, a holographic card. Right. So we would just go to this, we would go, they sold them at the Albertsons on the street from my house. We would go up there and just like break open new cases and take every third pack when we were like nine. Just buy out the box. It was just such a scummy thing for a nine-year-old to do. <laughs> just, but they were like a dollar back then, which was yeah. kind of, which is kind of cool. Right, right. A like dollar ninety-nine. Yeah, and and now you're spending how much? Uh, it's about four dollars a pack. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah, inflation. So opened about twelve hundred packs. <laughs> So you guys can do the math and see how much Steven is spending on his sober October. Probably wished he would have just spent all that money on drinking. I want the wife's happier. Yeah. I mean, is she? She doesn't see my credit card statement, so that's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. I just keep it. Just, just pay it off the end of the month. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I got, I've made money on cards though, so I, I haven't lost anything. Right, Once, right. If I, if I sold the collection now for what I have, I'd be at around like ten or eleven thousand. That's not bad. Yeah, so I've gotten some pretty big cards. I've pulled, yeah. but I'm got the one I want. So. Right. So you keep going until you get the one you want, right? Yeah. You're like you're I, like. You're like Pete Decker on Friends when when Monica was like, "Are you gonna stop fighting?" And he's like, "Am I the ultimate fighting champion?" <laughs> like, can't stop until I'm the ultimate fighting champion. <laughs> yeah, or it's just like I'm I'm that guy at the slot machine who's like, "It'll hit eventually." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um. So. So this is a question I I try to ask of the northern people because obviously being down here you know we have the four summer wind um seasons um so what's it like up there you know when it comes winter time i mean does the business slow down does it change from doing one thing to another thing like how do you keep it going uh during the winter time um we're fairly consistent some of our best months are actually november december okay um the uh we try to, we try, I try to keep an average of like knowing where like between that 25 and 45,000 a month, right. I try to stay in there um, just because that's about as much as we can do out of the one shop. Right. So like we don't, so it, it'll fluctuate a little bit, but for the most part, like we're pretty consistent throughout the year because Washington really has two seasons. Um, it has gray and rainy for about nine months. Right. And then it has uh, summer and smoky for about three. So, like, gotcha. <laughs> so, so people are kind of used to getting their cars cleaned when it's raining out. So it's not, right. too, it's not too bad. Okay. Um, we're lucky that we're kind of in like the, like the way Washington's shaped. There's like a mountain range that separates east and west. Right. So we don't really have a whole lot of snow ever. Okay. It, may, it might snow one one week out of the year. Okay. So Everything's get, usually contained to the mountains. Right. So you get more rain than you'll get snow. Yeah. And in that case, yeah. It's, that's and then we bad. just have what we call the forever dark because of like the sun comes up at like nine 
nine o'clock, nine thirty in the morning, and then it goes down at four. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we call we call it the forever dark. Jeez, that's not. <laughs> um, how close are you to like the Tacoma area? Uh, about an hour okay. to three hours, depending on traffic. Oh, okay. I was just curious. So, my cousin's got a shop up there. I don't know if you know um, Polished Image Detailing. Polished Image? Yeah. Brian, yeah, I know them. Brian Churchill. Yeah. Yeah, he's my cousin. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a he's got a great operation down there. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, they got they do finest reserve, I think. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah they're C courts. Yeah. Um, that was that was one of the shops I looked at when I was like trying to like figure out who I can copy. Right. <laughs> it was like it was it was polished image. It was Mr. Detail. It was Metropolitan, um, and Northwest Auto Salon. Right. There's probably one other one there. Those are the ones I looked at. I was like, they look like they're they look like they're doing good. Yeah, he gets uh, he does a lot of the dealership stuff. Um, last time we were talking, he he has like a he has like the both sides, right? So like he gets a lot of the dealership stuff because he's kind of right near like the dealership row. Um, so they get you know the dealership the cars come in and the, they'll do the deal the you know the quick in and outs for the dealerships kind of deal. And then he has like the higher end side of it as well. Um, I would do a lot of film for them too, probably. Yeah, he does. He does. And he, he lucked out, or well, I don't know if he lucked out, but he got into a, his new facility because when they kind of took over another detail business, um, they had to get a new facility. So the new facility he's got has used to be a body shop. So it's got like a paint booth in it. So they can do like wheel offs, um, repaint the wheels, paint calipers, like that. Type See, that's of cool. Yeah. So they they do. I mean, like he's doing like kind of the full gambit of you know auto accessory detailing type stuff, which is which is really cool. Um, maybe one day I'll get there, but that's not even my goal right now. My goal is to start doing film, which is not going as quickly as I hoped it would. Um, so here, I'll give you some advice on doing paint protection film. Yeah. Just take a thousand dollars and just throw it in the garbage can. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just don't even worry about wasting film. Just, right. just throw the money directly in the garbage right. can. Let somebody else fish it out. Right. And well, then see, get like, started trying to learn film. Yeah. See, I, like, <laughs> I like what, I like your advice better than Aaron Knox's because Aaron Knox's was take $5,000 and throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> and then go. I remember I so I I'm starting to learn it um, uh -huh. a little bit yeah um I'm I, I sublease my my shop from a guy that does film so I'm fortunate enough to like have help when oh, I nice. try to do just like a little piece here and there yeah you know because I like to do little add-on pieces that'll just add 150 200 bucks to a service right, right exactly I was doing an, I was doing an a pillar like two a pillars on a new palisades uh-huh and like I went through 14 linear feet of film really 14 feet of film you would think that that would be super feet. easy yeah that's what i thought too Four, I, it's 14 feet of film it cost me like 900 dollars. <laughs> i swear to god and i was Bro. doing this for free for this lady so i was like yeah i'll just do it i'm coating your car anyway it's 24 dollars. I'll, I'll just throw it on there no big deal i was like i was making stencils i was getting them fucking wrong and backwards and i was like finally get it on there it's like fucking bubble or hair tear it off right like, <laughs> See, eight, eight pillars so far for me have been easiest. I've done a Tacoma, a new Tacoma, 2020 Tacoma. 
I did uh, the 2016 GT4. I think that's all I did on A pillars. Um, and but those were those were pretty easy for me. Like the the patterns fit nice. They laid down nice. They squeegeed out nice. No no real big fingers or bubbles or anything like that to have to worry about. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it would be easy for me too, and it was not. I mean. Yeah. Once, once I just asked for help, it was very easy because they were like, this is everything you're doing wrong. All of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't have a plotter or anything. So I'm like trying uh, okay. to recut everything. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. See, that's, my that's, cuts, yeah. My cuts look like a freshly sober alcoholic, just shaky and choppy. <laughs> like, nice. I like, I'm using safety scissors that wouldn't cut a preschooler. So I was like, this will cut film, right? Like. Crayola on the side of the scissors and shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's awesome. See, at least I've got a, I've got the plotter, so I can cut out the patterns, which makes it makes it easier. Um, my, what happened for me was, so I, I did the training, the beginning of August, which is typically when we start slowing down, like August till then, till the end of the year is is slower for us. So I was like, great, I'll do it in August. I'll have plenty of time to play with it, and like kind of thankfully knock on wood like we got a surge in ceramic jobs and so i've been doing ceramic jobs every week since i did training so now the problem is i just don't have the time to play with it and practice it to get better with it so hopefully first of the year um i'm gonna just uh, make time, even if it's one day a week, and even if it's just on my car, just trying something. Um, I'm gonna do that. Um, all right. So the next ones are the uh, the this or that questions. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a this or that, and uh, you just answer it just quickly as you possibly can. So interiors or exteriors. Huh. Thinking about it too hard, man. It's supposed to be quick. Hey, okay, well, I get a lot of shitters on both sides. So if I'm doing all, if, if I'm doing a lot of exteriors, I'll say interiors. If I'm doing a lot of interiors, I'll say exteriors. Um, for the most part, I like I like I like doing ceramic coatings. I like the paint correction process. It's so fun to me. I'm fat, so like rolling around on the floor trying to vacuum stuff is just not easy. Right. I got a lift, so I just lift that the bottom of that car up to eye level. Right. We're good. Rupes or Flex? Uh, Rupes. Nice. Um, windows or washing and folding towels? I don't do either. <laughs> you got to pick one. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I, would rather, I would rather wash towels. See, it goes that's back to the whole. So, so, so you're keeping the streak alive. Everybody I've asked so far has said that I apparently am the only one who would rather do windows. I don't know how the fuck you can clean that back window. Are you a contortionist? Like uh, I, some of these cars, like the back window, like, dude, I'm like, I'm a fat dude. Like, and so like, I'll, in a coupe, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. If it ain't dirty, ain't messing with it. You know, I mean, a fucking towel on a stick. <laughs> no, no, I don't even do that. Listen, most of the most of the clients that I have and the or and the cars that, that they have that I do, um, are mint on the inside. So, I don't even touch windows usually unless they're bad, and and then usually it's just the 
front two and the front windshield, which I hate doing front windshields because um, I hate leaning over the uh, center console. Um, sometimes I find back windows easier to do than leaning over that damn center console and getting stabbed in the ribs for the with the shifter. You're just um, talking yourself out of doing windows, and you could just, yeah. or you could just take my route where I don't even fold the towels. They go from, they go from the dryer to a a 55 gallon trash bin to the car to another 55 gallon trash bin of dirty back to the washing machine yeah that's that's pretty much how mine go too i tried folding towels once yeah it was it was it was nice and then i was like this is a waste of my time (laughs) right right because you could spend a whole day folding the towels i mean it's ridiculous We we go through about a thousand towels a month I know I, I I heard you say that or, or you commented or or something on on somebody's post about it. Um, and I was like, holy shit. Um, so sun shots or lighted shop shots. I like I like natural daylight. I don't like sun shots. I don't like shop shots because it can blow out the photos. I take both. Right. Right. But if I'm if I want like a really nice, like elegant photo, like a nice natural daylight looks the best, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't show like the full correction detail if it's got swirls or anything like that. Right. Um the uh I would say in my new shop that I'm gonna have, lighted shop shots are gonna be the move. Yeah. In my current shop, um, whenever we have sun, <laughs> park in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I See, like to say our the Pacific Northwest detail looks great in low light. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or no light, whatever. Turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um so I and I don't know if you ever were, but mobile or shop? Uh shop. Yeah. It rains too much in Washington to be mobile. I would be fucking miserable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, left Twix or right Twix? Neither. Ooh, okay. Um, and lastly but not least, Team Alex or Team Noxie? Team Blue Star. There you go. <laughs> that works. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so you want to open up a couple of Pokemon Pokemon cards real quick? Oh, you want you want you want to see some pack pulls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a, do a pack pull. We got we got. Uh, I think we're at like the forty-five minute mark or so. But let's do a okay. pack pull. Right, I mean, nobody's gonna be able more. to see this, so you're gonna have to kind of describe no. it. Okay, so right here we're opening a vivid voltage right here. Yeah. Uh, we just we just picked this bad boy up out of a Grookey blister pack. So this is my main man Grookey right here. This 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 little guy uh, evolves into Rillaboom. Which is a uh, drum playing uh, gorilla. Uh huh. It's the real move. You also get a lovely collector's oh, coin. Nice. So we're gonna open this bad boy up. So out of these packs, we're looking for Chunky Pikachu. Chunky Pikachu. Okay. Yeah, the Chunky Pikachu is really the move. So right now we gotta open it up. Let's see over there. A little ASMR. A little yeah. of paper for you. There we go. So you go. Put the cards to the back, and then we lift them up one at a time. We have, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Pharaoh Seed, Reverse Hollow. We got Eevee. We got a uh, Rylu. What is this? Chewtle. 
If I pull if I pull a money card right now, how how hilarious would that be? <laughs> it would. It would be awesome. <laughs> like I just set the mood. We got this guy, Opal. Opal's an old lady who likes fairies. Very Seattle of her. All right, energy card. The next one should be our money card. Oh, <laughs> oh what is it? We have a English V Max full art. Woo! Nice. You guys should see this. It's all super hologram. Uh, yeah, so this is the full art cards are like a textured hologram. Oh, yeah, man, I just dropped it. Oh, I <laughs> dropped it, bent it, rolled yeah. over it with a chair. Gonna go in my daughter's collection books. Yeah, they're yeah. they're actually a textured hologram and the right. whole card face. Yeah, is done. I can see so, it, yeah. And the uh, V Maxes are so you have your regular English, which would be like your full evolved form. Then uh -huh. the VMAX is what is exclusive to the Sword and Shield thing, where it's like you can actually Gigantamax the Pokemon and make them super powerful, and they become like a giant skyscraper like Godzilla, and right. they battle each other. Nice. So that's what this, that's what the VMAX is. Great pull, great pull, guys. I'm so glad we're able to pull that. I was, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> Just, I know. I never pull anything out of these blister packs, and it's like the first one's like, oh, it's actually like a, it's like a ton dollar nice. card. So one more quick question. Um, so when you're when you do these, I know you do them live on Facebook a lot of times. Are you also like throwing that up on YouTube, trying to get um, views, or are you just doing it for fun on Facebook? Uh, I've put a couple of them, a couple of them up on YouTube on the uh, Detailers Podcast YouTube channel. Um, but for the most part, I just do it for fun. The uh, I have a pretty, subs I wouldn't say substantial, but like I have a pretty good following of people on my Facebook. Right. Um, and so I get pretty good engagement on there. And it's like, I get people messaging me all the time about uh, card packs they're pulling with their kids now and stuff. And like, right. it's like bringing families together, which is pretty cool. And a lot of people like reliving like nostalgia moments from when they were a kid and sharing it with their kids. Right, right. So i mean it's doing it's doing a little bit of good a little bit of distraction in this weird time we live in yeah. no that's awesome so. that's awesome i mean my my daughter doesn't watch them too much anymore i mean she's 11 now so she's too old for it but i mean i remember when she was three and four and five and i mean just being on youtube watching the the toys you know watching all these kids open up toys and you know and i was like these kids are making millions of dollars a year just opening up toys. This is ridiculous. I'm killing the game. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like, just ridiculous. Like, I couldn't believe it. All right, Stephen. Well, um, so how does, how does if anybody wants to get a hold of you, I mean, I know a lot of people do, but just in case there's somebody out there who doesn't know who you are, um, again, thanks to Esme, we have, like, last count, 42 countries now showing up um on my stats of where we're getting listens from or a listen oh. or whatever so for the people who aren't here and maybe somebody wants to talk pokemons with you um what did you got facebook instagram TikTok, snapchat only fans um only fans is coming soon uh i have a whole uh series of videos i'm going to release just for only fans um, just, it's gonna... just naked draped in Pokemon cards. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it the other way, and I'm gonna just uh, I'm taking the Cardi B video, 
Uh-huh. And I'm going to flip it upside down. So I'm just going to make videos of me cooking and cleaning and complimenting women on just like <laughs> how they look in that dress. Like, it doesn't make you look fat, honey. You look great. Like, here, would you like some chips? Like, look, I did the dishes. Like, I vacuumed. Nice. See, that kind of stuff. And then, you yeah. know, that'll be my OnlyFans. And they'll be like, I'm, oh, my God. Look, I'm, or I'm I sure. Or another one uh, uh-huh. where I was just going to, I was just going to pose a fan in lingerie Uh and it was just going to be a standard desk fan wearing panties and that would be my only fan and only fan (laughs) right exactly (laughs) um but if people want to find me you can uh message me on my facebook uh steven or look me up on instagram at trap.star you can also find me on snapchat trapstar you can also find me on youtube at the detailers podcast also on Instagram. And uh, if you want to look up my shop, it's Blue Star Auto Salon. And I think I have, oh, you can also find me on Twitch, Trap.Star, and TikTok, Trapstar. Nice. All right. So that's where everybody can find you. So you mentioned the Details podcast a couple of times. Have you done anything with that yet? Absolutely fucking not. All right. Cool. We, we It's there. I got the domain. I got the, the, I got everything laid out for me to do it, except for me to do it. Right. So we're i'm i told myself uh and that i would put one together by the end of the week so hopefully there'll be a podcast of me introducing the podcast on the podcast youtube page within the next five days nice so how what how's your platform gonna be what what's the detailers podcast gonna be about uh, it's just me, a detailer, podcasting. Um, and then also bringing in people from the community like you're doing to kind of talk about stuff. Right. Um, there's a lot, of, I find that there's a lot of talk about products and brands and how to grow your business. And, but no one just wants to have a conversation right. about whatever. Right. Like I, I have a 45 minute conversation about you know pineapple pizza and that kind of stuff i want to bring people on to have a little bit more fun with it right because i think the uh um i think the idea is i i the fun side of detailing in the community has always been a lot of fun yeah and then you see there's just so much of the dumb shit that goes on or it's just like product bashing or detailer bashing or he never posts a picture within the sun so he must suck yeah this person in particular (laughs) that stupid meme that's always like put a light on it (laughs) the cross cross cross-eyed like i don't know i'm like i'm one of the i'm i'm i have to do paint correction of the year because i won uh what was it september i won one of the months of paint correction of the month yeah and now i and now i have to like actually compete with people who know. know how to detail this is gonna be this is awful for me that's listen listen i won october barely and and i've got i've like i've got nothing to compete with i don't have anything destroyed coming up that is gonna make any kind of a difference so (laughs) i'm like i'm like this is a this is a genuine panic moment for me i was like i didn't think i would win the first time (laughs) (laughs) and there's something worth a shit in the second one right terrible right yeah i I like what you're doing with your podcast and that's and that's kind of what i wanted to do with mine i mean mine was more of 
you know, it, it's, it's just like what we're doing, man. It's just a way for me to kind of reach out and talk to people that I look up to in the industry or that I appreciate their work or things that they're doing. And, and I felt like it was an easier way to kind of get a relationship going if I didn't already have one without just kind of like messaging and saying, Hey man, I like your work. Can we be friends? You know, it's like, Hey, uh, want to come on my podcast <laughs> and then we'll talk some and, uh, just to get to know people that, you know, I mean, we all see each other's work. We see each other's businesses for the most part, but we don't really kind of get to know the detailer behind. So that's, that's what mine was. So I like, I like what you're saying. I mean, you, you got, I think you've got one that, I'll definitely enjoy listening to because again, some of them are very, you know, talk about products or talk about methods or talk about this. And it's like, I can't listen to that stuff sometimes because what works for you doesn't work for me, you know, kind of deal. So, Oh yeah. You know, it's like technique. It's like, I can't show you how to do a technique through a photo and I can right. tell you all day long about a technique I do. Right. But you got to feel it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, it's like I can explain it all day long, but you're still gonna fuck it up and then get mad at me about it. Right, right. <laughs> and, and again, even then, when you try to show somebody, it's hard, you know, it, yeah. it's, to to actually like, you know, because it's it's a feeling thing, really, especially with the machines when you're doing paint correction, it's a feeling thing. So it's hard to like explain to somebody a feeling of like how much pressure they should be pushing, you know, what their arm speed should be, things like that. So. Yeah. How to read the paint if it's like, you know, working the way you're supposed to. Right, right. Or exactly. just do it like the good old boys. Grab a big old wool pad, some 800 grit liquid sandpaper from 3M and just full send that baby to a flat texture. Yeah. Just be careful of the edges. Yeah. And just throw some wax on there and send her off to the dealership. That's right. That's right. <laughs> throw a whole bunch of polish on there to fill it up. and Yeah. There you go. Make that... <laughs> Make that shit look like an Instagram model. There's layers yeah. on that cake, yeah, all right? <laughs> I want that bitch to look like a Snapchat filter. Right. <laughs> Put the dog ears on that on that on that finish, okay? Yeah. <laughs> all right, buddy. I'm gonna let you go. I know you uh, want to pull some packs, and you got the wife and the kid holed up in the uh, hotel room there. So yeah, I it's appreciate a lovely three star hotel I'm at. Yeah, nice. It's beautiful. I'll, I mean, I'm, I'm able to be here. I think it's stopped by so, Border Patrol. So we didn't go over this in the beginning like we did last night for everybody. We kind of flubbed this last night, so this is take two. Um, so Stephen had to drive a whole state away, get into a hotel room, just so that we could get this signal going because of the communist state country that he's living in apparently at this time so. yeah so so the soy lattes have really taken a hold of a lot of the population in seattle um so there's a lot of soy soldiers and tofu terrorists um but we didn't want them hijacking the signal of me trying to like relay out to uh, middle america and be like right. it's okay we're doing fine <laughs> right uh, but no but really uh, my state shut down again yeah. uh it never really opened, but they shut it down again. So we yeah. couldn't have Thanksgiving with our family, uh, you know, all this kind of weird stuff. But it's like, I was like, I wanted a margarita. So, like, I decided that me, I would just drive to Idaho to get a margarita. Right. 
expensive. I haven't even had the margarita yet. I got I got here so I got there so, here so late last night that like right. that I was like I stopped at like the gas station and grabbed two white cloths. <laughs> Watch TikTok videos and we've just been like touristing today. Nice. So I haven't even got my margarita yet. It's terrible. Yeah. Well, go get a margarita, man. I mean, uh, we're going to. So uh, my wife and daughter are itching yeah. to go get dinner. So we'll do go. that pretty soon. We'll do that. What kind of tequila you like in your margaritas? Oh, um, the base is Patron. Uh, okay. A lot of a lot of uh, people hate Patron because it's basically the diet cola of tequila. Right. Um, Hornitos is also good. Um, I also there's a Dude, my bartender had like this new stuff. It starts with like, E with a skull on it. That shit was pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna lie. It's on the cheaper side too. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, I usually flip between like whiskey and tequila. Okay. And like I was drinking a lot of whiskey this year for various right. reasons. Like yeah. hold up in my house, which is only about as big as this hotel room. Right. And I and making cooking videos and stuff like that <laughs> so i was like what? i was like i need to go back to like having fun and tequila is my fun drink so i was like i don't care if i am locked down i'm gonna start drinking tequila again nice yeah i'm a, I'm, I'm a loose college girl these days they find go. me on tiktok nice expressing my talent <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't drink i don't drink and when i did drink i did like tequila i was a cabo wabo tequila guy that's a good te- that's a good tequila it is a good i'll te- get you in trouble though it you know uh so my my 36th birthday michelle threw me a surprise party and then of course because we had bottles of tequila too oh nice we had, <laughs> we had bottles of cabo wabo laying around and everybody wanted to do shots and michelle's making margaritas and i don't dude i i swear i probably drank at least a bottle myself um and i'll do it and now now i i I, if i smell it i just want to hurl can't do it anymore so that's me with vodka yeah i let and i let my because uh when the seahawks lost to the patriots Uh i uh i was drinking skittles vodka like i just put skittles in vodka and was like skittles vodka because i was already drunk (laughs) way too much fucking sugar seahawks lost I blacked out, threw up in my bed, <laughs> almost died, woke up, tried to play Xbox, couldn't do it. Anyway, whole shit show and never drank vodka since. Yeah, sometimes that's how it is. <laughs> I guess I did have some great goose the other night because my wife bought a bottle and I uh-huh. ran out of whiskey and I was like, I guess I'll drink some vodka crayons. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't have any out of her bottle. I drank all. <laughs> Awesome. All right, man. We'll go have dinner with the family again. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, this, Thank this you for was, having me. This was definitely fun. I'm glad. Uh, glad I was able to get you to uh, jump in. Um, our guest from overseas had a uh, a uh, reschedule, so um, fun. Yeah. Anytime, bro. I'm here. I don't do anything else. I hardly work anymore. Right. And uh, I'm still trying to work on my Russian and Chinese for whatever country takes over. <laughs> whatever, so, like, whatever happens. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, the, uh, so we're good to go. Just whenever you want to have me on, I'm, I'm definitely here. And then I'll have awesome. you on my podcast. Yes. Shout out to the Detailers podcast. Go yes. ahead and sub to that on YouTube, everybody who listens. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there's nothing there, but yet, but go ahead and subscribe to it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and subscribe to it. Hit the notification button so you get notified when something does happen. <laughs> it's like hitting the lottery. Like, oh shit, there's something here. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. You'll find uh, me drinking hot chocolate and opening Pokemon cards on there right now. That's all right. I got. That's awesome. I'm a very talentless person. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. At least, uh, at least you're having fun and uh, not letting it get you down. That's the main thing. Oh. Absolutely. All right, buddy. So I will talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. No problem. I appreciate it. You have a great night. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Bye. That, ladies and gentlemen, was the one and only Stephen Trapp. That guy, um, it's nothing I can say. He's awesome. I really appreciate him being on, <clears throat> um, telling us all about Pokemons and uh, living in a communist um, environment, having to escape it just to be on our podcast, uh, all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah, and some detailing. I guess there was some detailing involved in there. So thanks again to Stephen Trapp for jumping on this week. Uh, next week, um, we are going to try once again uh, to get Mr. Chris Kennedy all the way from, I don't know, Scotland, UK, one of those fucking places over there in Europe, wherever he's at. We're going we're gonna to oi, oi a lot. And he might drop the C word. So just be prepared. Um, in fact, I'm pretty sure he will because I've asked him to. In a proper Scottish English accent. Just because why not? So uh, thanks again for listening. Please subscribe. Uh, leave us a like, uh, write us a review, um, anywhere that you're listening to us, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google, on and on and on, whatever. And we appreciate everybody who jumped in, um, on any of the episodes and still listening, still going at it, having fun with us. Hopefully you're having as much fun as I am. If not, I'm sorry, but I'm having fun. So that's all that matters. So talk to you guys next week, hopefully with Chris Kennedy. Later.